giving tzedakah in a way that is uh, the most um, respectable, respectful of those who are receiving it. So the story goes as follows. Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba used to take uh, money and wrap it in his scarf and put it over his shoulder. And when we put it over his shoulder, so if someone was coming to take the money, they wouldn't, he wouldn't see them. So he would do two things. So first of all, he would close his eyes. So he would, you know, he wouldn't be able to see. Um, on the one hand, uh, so that people wouldn't, you know, wouldn't feel bad that they were taking money. At the same time, he would keep his eyes open. Rashi says, So Rashi says, He would still put his eyes a little bit behind him. So. There was, you know, on the one hand, that's a smart idea because you can have people can come and take and they don't have to feel embarrassed. On the other hand, there's a concern that people will come who don't deserve it because they don't see, you know, it's uh, freebies and nobody's going to see who they are. So he would, so he would, you know, put it behind his shoulder so that the aniyim would, you know, uh, he wouldn't see the aniyim, but he would still make sure that, you know, someone else wasn't coming. Okay. I Khanina, Havahahu Anya, to have a ragil arba so he had a Rabbi had a, a certain poor person that he would give uh, four zuz every erev Shabbos. So one one day he uh, sent the money with his wife to deliver to to, to this man. So Asai, so she came back. Amrlei Lotzarach. She said to him, "He doesn't need it." Remember, he had a story like this before. There's other occasions a person sent it. Sent it and he sent his son, right? The son came back because he doesn't need it. So, so why now you say he doesn't need it? So, my chazis, what did you see? Uh, so, Shame da havika amrile ba ma atasoe. Betli kasef or betli zahav? Well, you heard them asking the question which type of tablecloth would you like? Would you like a tablecloth of gold or a tablecloth uh, of silver or a tablecloth of gold? Rashi explains it's not really a tablecloth of gold and silver, but Rashi says, the mapos, the top Rashi. The mapos shall pishtan. Levanos So either it was a uh, you know um, a white tablecloth or a, a colored tablecloth, but they they were very you know very expensive and they were you know uh, had these very special colors or white because you know depending on what they were, but they were very fancy tablecloths, right? So So point being, she's using this super fancy tablecloth. Clearly, doesn't need your uh, your four zoos each Arab Shabbos. He has he has plenty. So Amar. So he said, So he says, this is what Rabbi Lazar was talking about when he said the following. He said, Let's give thanks to the people who try to trick us. Right? The people who try to uh, keep us from you know, giving tzedakah to the right people because they themselves try to collect tzedakah when they don't deserve it. Why? If it wasn't for them, because if it wasn't for them, we would be sinners every single day. Why is that? Right? If the person comes to you and, uh, and asks for stuck, you don't give it to them. So then, they'll call, Hashem says, they'll call out to me. They'll give them the tzedakah that they need. So then, they'll call out to me and there's going to be within you. So, what, why, so, so how, does that, how does that help us? So look at Rashi. Right? Because we do. Sometimes we, uh, we don't take aniyam seriously enough at times. But here, what's the reason why it happens? And this is the reality, right? You don't always know if someone's being honest. 
Right? You don't know if that person is telling the truth or not. So because, because there are people who swindle uh, well-intentioned, uh, you know, Balit Tzedakah, so the Balit Tzedakah now have to be more concerned. Can you show us a tuta, make sure we don't know, et cetera, et cetera. You ask them many questions. You're a little uh, not, so, uh, not so convinced. Right? So, so the point being, he argues that because of those people, though, what ends up happening is that those of us who don't always aren't as quick to give tzedakah, so we have a, a little bit of an excuse, at least. Right? An explanation for why we act that way. Okay. V'tani Rebichia Barav Midifti, Rebishua Ben Karcha Omer, Rebichia Barav Midifti says, Kodi Rebishua Ben Karcha, what Rebishua Ben Karcha say? Kola Malam Einav Minat Tzedakah, Kilo Oveya Vodas Chachavim. For any person who uh, looks the other way when tzedakah is necessary, so that's if they served a Vodazara. How do I know? Ksiv Hacha, Hisham Lacham Paniya, Davarim Im Levav Chabliya. Right? Because the Pasuk says, you have to be careful to make sure. That there isn't something in your heart that is, uh, you know, bliyal is the language of bliol, right? A person who has no, uh, no, doesn't take a responsibility, right? So uh, doesn't doesn't have the yoke on their on their neck, literally. So you should be careful. Don't be a person in your who in your heart you act in a way that's that's bliyal. Uksifasam yatsu anoshim bnei bliyal. And the pasuk also says there are people who went out there bnei bliyal. So malahal navros kuchavim. I mean, the first, the first example is talking, is talking about a person who doesn't give tzedakah. So don't be a person who has in your, hair, in your heart, you know, bliyal. And then, so, so in, in the other case, it's actually mamish talking about vodazar. So you see, a person who doesn't give tzedakah is like a person who uh, serves vodazar. Fine. So the point being, have to be careful to make sure that we don't overlook anim, but at the same time, these uh, remind, so they give us a little bit of, a, of an out when we, mess up, when, we, when we make a mistake. Okay. Tana Rabbanan, Hamesamias Eino, Vamatzvaz Bitno, Vamifakeach, Vamikapeach Hashoko. So let's say a person doesn't have these things or not. These things didn't actually happen to him, but he pretends. Right? So he pretends that he, he wears an eye patch. He pretends that he's a, a blind in one eye. Or he pretends that his stomach is uh, bloated. Or he pretends that his leg has some type of injury. Right? So if a person does one of these things, Right, Rashi says, right, pretends that he's, that he's blind in one eye. Right, as if his leg was, was, was damaged or, or hurt. So what happens in such a situation, says the Gemara? So, then, so you, you, if you pretend that that's what's happening to you, so then, before you leave the world, Hashem's going to make sure that, uh, before that person leaves the world, Hashem will make sure that the person actually has this ailment. Right? If, if, if you're going to pretend that way, presumably pretend that way to get tzedakah or to get treated a certain way, etc. So then a kashbarach will make sure that that person has that experience. Okay. A person who takes tzedakah when they don't need it. Um, um, so same thing. So the person pretends to need tzedakah when they really don't need tzedakah. So then, and then the day, they're going to find themselves in a situation where they're going to require it. Um, right, so we don't require the person. So this is fine. So all this is true about, on the one hand, being careful of people who accept tzedakah, and on the other hand, being a, careful that you're a person who is being honest about what you actually need when you come to accept. Fine. Now that, so now that Mar says, um, we have a mission on the one hand that says that a person, when a person is poor, you know, and, and, and poor a, a certain amount, right? Rashi says, Rashi says, Rashi says, Rashi says, Rashi says, 
the beginning of that Mishnah is that a person who has 200 Zeus, so that person is not allowed to accept, like, you know, collect Lech HaShech HaVapeh because they don't, they're not defined as an Ani if they don't, if they don't, um, um, if they have 200 Zeus. So continue next Rashi, in Mechayim Nusalim Kor, Lahashli Masayim Zeus, Kadesh Lo Yitol. So what, what happens if a person has, uh, whatever, 185 Zeus, right? And if they, but they also have property. They also have, you know, uh, Metatlan. They have some things in their house. So if they would sell those things, so then they would be, uh, you know, they really would have more than, than Messiah Zeus. But, uh, but currently they have less. So what do we say? Does the person have to, you know, sell their items and, in order to make sure that they are now, you know, um, above the threshold? And that's why, and therefore they can't collect? Or we don't, we don't say that to a person. So, um, fine. So it's not, or, or we say then you have to sell your items and use them. And then once you've, you know, then you fall below the threshold, then, then, then it counts. So basically, do we, do we count the, 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 you know, the, the kalim that a person has to make them, to, to, you know, consider their net worth, basically. So, um, fine. So, right, so he doesn't sell his house or sell his, his bed and his, uh, you know, iPhone and whatever in order to make sure that he has, uh, you know, to, as we determine his, his total net worth to make him, uh, or, or basically, do we do we measure uh, their needs, the person's needs, by their net worth, or do we measure it by what they you know cash they have on hand? Um, so the question is, well, really? What do you mean? But I have another price that says that a person who's right, who's poor, so then they have to. We require them to uh, start using lower level items, right? Presumably means they sell the other items. And now they have the lower, lower level ones, and that's why they're st- still able to collect because they're now, you know, they're, they're, they're being responsible also, you know. They're making sure that they're using, you know, uh, uh, less, less fancy items. And, and then, okay, so then they can go ahead and collect the daka. So, so which one is it? So Amr Zid, Lokasha, Haba Meet of Ashokhan, Haba Kosis Vikaro. So Rav Zid said, well, it depends what they're, what they're, uh, what, what you're asking them to sell, right? So, um, so um, the point being, Presumably at this point it means that Mita and Shochan, it's funny, we would think that Mita and Shochan, we're going to see the Gemara have the other side also, but we would have said that Mita and Shochan are like, are like basic necessities, like your bed is something you can't be expected to sell. So at this point the Gemara assumes that Mita and Shochan are things that you could sell, right? As opposed to Kosa Aros, which you can't re- replace, presumably, more difficult to replace. So Gemara says, Mashna Kosa Vika Aros to Lo, the Amr Maisilei, Meaning, what? You think that... So Gemara's response is, what do you mean? But the person's uh, cups and plates, they might say, ah, I can't use other ones. What, but that's true by, by a bed, in it, by a bed and, uh, and a table also. Right? The person's also going to like, what are they going to do? So, um, so here's the point of being, they could at least swap them out. So the point is that the Mitan Shochan, presumably you could swap out. That also you could be upset about and not want to, not want to uh, swap out. So, uh, so what's the difference? So not a good answer. So Amar Rava, Bereder Rabba, Macharisha, the Kaspa. Um, so Rava, you know, the son of Rabba says, no, we're talking about a a plow that's made out of silver. Okay, so that's an easier one, right? That's something that you could like, you, you could swap that one out, and that's like particularly fancy. So that could be swapped out. If Papa Amar Lokasha Kan Kodem Shiyavli the Giboy Kan Laacha Shiyavli the Giboy. So Papa, so Rava, so Rava says. Reverend Bray the Rabbi says, look, we're talking about things that are particularly, you know, expensive that could easily be swapped out. Presumably the point is that if it's a machresha shal kesef, 
and that's usually the plows are not made out of, out of silver, I could, fi- I could find other ones that are very suitable that a person would be willing to accept the swap, right? Um, so if Papa says no, his depends is, is this before the person comes to lead the giboy or after they come to lead the giboy? So what does, what does that mean? Rashi says, and when is it that we see we don't require the person, like, initially to sell their items? That is, that's, uh, right? So when they show up and they want to collect, right? Right? He doesn't have 200 Zuz. So then, Meaning, when do we say we, that we don't, don't require it? He shows up to, he, he's showing up to, to collect. So we say, okay, as long as he doesn't have 200 Zuz, we'll let him collect. When do we say that he has to, you know, sell his items? Meaning, what's the situation where, they're, again, Bali the Giboy is when the Bezdin is now starting to collect money from him because he... Uh, you know, uh, owes money, etc. So the so um, when we say that we require the person to pay, you know, to, to sell their items, that's when they've already come to this point where, where Bezdin is collecting from him. And meaning, meaning what? Meaning he had two hundred zos, and nevertheless he did the wrong thing, right? He had two hundred zos, and he went and collected like shechavapeya the shashir haya. And we find out that he would, that wait a second, what's going on here? He he, he had enough money. Right? So Bezin Bain Vigovin him and wow, right? So Bezin shows up at his door, heard you were collecting, the cameras caught you, collecting that but we heard that you have enough money. Right? So therefore when Bezin comes to collect, they come to collect from him, and he doesn't have enough money to pay it off, right? So then he has to swap it out. Right? So the Giboy should Bezin Govin him anyway. So the point being what, what, what's the two sides? On the one hand, we don't require the person to sell their, their items right, to come below, you know, to be, uh, to see that they're really below the 200 Zuz threshold. And on the other hand, we said, yeah, a person to be willing to swap it out. So the answer is that if the person is just coming to collect, so as long as their cash on hand is less than 200 Zuz, we let them go right ahead. But if they go ahead and they collect when their cash was, cash on, you know, cash on hand at the time was above, and now they're below, okay, so fine. But now we say, you know, well, if he comes in to pay beds then back, you have to you have to sell your uh, sell the items you have. I guess the point being because otherwise you would argue. What do you mean I don't have to pay back now? I'm below two hundred zuz. And the answer is yeah, but you when you collect you, you didn't, so now you have to pay off, you know sell off your items. Fine. Okay. Okay. Next, so it's got an interesting balance there of like you know the responsibility of of the claw to the ani and the responsibility of the ani to the claw. The same time, which I think is very interesting. Okay. Next Mishnah. Yesoma ima oachiha midaita. So uh, th- let's say there was a, 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 a young woman whose father passed away. So she's a Yosoma. And her, her mother or her brother, we've seen this before, right? The idea of the mother and the brother selling, you know, uh, marrying her off. Uh, so, and they marry her off and she, with her, with her, with her das. Right? Um, and, she, and they write for her a dowry of 100 or 50 zus. Um, okay. So what happens? So when she gets older, she can now go back to her family and say, no, I need more than that. You gave me 50 or 100, but really, I want, we, you, know, you, you can go back and say, this is what, we, you know, what I really would have been able to take. Let's say if I was a good old and I was getting married and Abba was marrying me off, so he would have given more money. 
So she can go back, depending on what the family's situation is, she can go back and say, that's where you're supposed to, you know, ask your family to give her that money. And Yehuda Omer, so Behuda says, well, it's very easy. Uh, um, if, if, he, if the, presumably the father had married off the first daughter, right, look at Rashi. Rashi says, first of all, Why are we saying that Midaita? Midaita mean she knew what was going on. So he could have said to her, what do you mean? When we, when we married you off, we gave 50 zoos, and you knew that, and you were happy with that. That's not the answer is that no, even if that situation, even if that happens, she can still go back when she becomes a gadola and say no. Um, um, okay. Uh, Rashi says, Mashur wa ilitain la, ishur de chasim, right? Meaning, depending on what they, what they have, right? More money. And what happens to Mihisi? Mihisi ha'av v'chayav, es ha'basar yishona. Right? If, if, when the father was alive, he married off the first daughter, right? Um, and he gave a certain amount. So the second one gets married, so the family presumably has to give uh, the uh, the second daughter the same. Rashi says, Right, whatever, like whatever it is, uh, whatever that man is, he has to pay that off. Okay. Wait a second. That's not necessarily true. But meaning, if the one child got married you know, in whatever, whatever year, and then five years later, the next child is getting married, the person's financial situation might have changed, right? So who says you have to pay exactly the same amount of money now, right? Maybe he's worth more money now, maybe he's worth less money. So rather, says, that's not fair. We're not going to do that. Rather, we figure out exactly, uh, you know, how much that person, uh, you know, the value that they, that, you know, what they have, and we, uh, we, give, we give her the money accordingly. Um, what's not clear, I should say, from this mission is, are we t- when we talk about the, f- the first one and the second one, is that specifically the case, again, of the Yisoma, or is that all the time? So we'll have to see as we move along, we, you know, um, ha- how, that, how that shakes out. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, so let's see the Gemara. So Amr Shmuel, Le Parnosa, Shalom Ba'av. So Shmuel says, when it comes to Parnosa, so we take, uh, again, we appraise the value that the, the you know the, the you know net worth of the father actually says the parnasa shaman shaman ba'av habas yisoma shabas dinase okay when the, the daughter is yisoma and she comes to get married no sin on the dunya kafi omed shaanu bekiin ba'aviha vatran o kamsan right so we estimate not just what he his money that he has but we take take into account his his uh, personality <laughs> his personality is he a person who was generous or not so generous so they would. Uh, Figure that out when they would decide how much money she could get. So basically, it brings a contradiction. Wait a second. Habanos nizonos umis parnasos But we said that uh, the daughters uh, are you know taken care of financially by the state of their father. How does that work? We don't say if your father was alive, he would give you the following. We just praise the value of the nechasim. We give him to her. So. Uh, so, um, so, so what? So, and uh, so, so, what's happening here? You just told me that when we give the money over for her to get married, we figure out what the father's personality was, what he would give. And now you're telling me even that that, that when a, a, a young woman is being financed by her father's estate, we don't ask the question what his personality is and what he would have said. We just figure out what the what the, what the value of the estate is, and we give her based on that. So, what's going on? And and, and my love, Parnassus Habal. So we say, oh no, maybe that's talking about 
the you know uh, the parnasus habal. Sorry, and my, the Gemara is asking, my love parnasus habal. I mean, isn't that the money that's given to the husband? Rashi says parnasus habal, right? Nedunya shel nesuin, right? Isn't that the meaning we're, we're we're saying the amount that we give? And this is presumed the same exact same exact you know uh, calculation for the money that we're giving to her when she gets married. So I'm not we're not talking about when she's getting married. That meaning, meaning when she gets married, that's when we ask the question: What would your father have given? But the, but the question of a gen, just general uh, being with finance or in general, and Rashi's mezonos but oda itza achin, and when she's just like in the house, so that that amount, that amount of money is not depending on how much you know how much did he like you. That's depending on what uh, what uh, you know was planning to give any what, what he what what would you know. It's basically a, a general calculation, not based on his personality. Okay, where it says honey zonis u misparnisos katani. It says both, right? Nizonas and misparnisos. My love, achas parnasos abal. Presumably, can include both. It's all the money that he gives her. Some of the money he just gives for herself, and some of the money that she gives when she gets married. So, lo, atzma. No, so really, it's all talking about the money that, that, that's given just to her for herself. So, why does it say two things? Lo kasha, ha Right. So, no, one is talking about uh, the, the money that she needs to eat and drink, and one is for uh, for clothing. Right. So uh, that's so it's two separate uh, amounts, and they don't neither of them reflect. The money that's given at the Nidunya. Okay. Uh, so no, so, so no, no uh, contradiction, presumably. So Tanan, Omrim, so we have a Mishnah, tells us that Chacham said, Adam Ani This is our Mishnah. Right? Sometimes the person is Ani and he becomes an Ashir. Oh, Ashir Vehani. Or he was an Ashir and, becomes, and he now becomes poor. So what's happening? So El Hashem and Nechasim and Enosin La. So rather we, uh, you know, again, we uh, evaluate and we give it to her. So my Ani, my Ashir. So what's, what does it mean that he becomes, that he's poor or he's rich? What is that? How do we define that? And if you want to say that he's that being ani means he has less stuff, if he's an usher means he has more. So right? I mean, if usher and ani mamish means usher and ani, right? Literally means has enough money, doesn't have enough money. So if that's true, um, so that again, and only chachamim are worried about that. So what does that mean? It means the Tanakhama says, no, we don't care. You give, you give as, much as, you, as much as you gave the first time, no matter what money you have. What do you mean? Maybe he doesn't have the money. So what's going on here? So, Elav, Ani, Ani, Badas, Ashir, Ashir, Badas. So it doesn't mean, uh, in, in, in wealth, it means Badas, Rashi. What do we mean? Ani, Badas, says Rashi, Ain, Badaito, Litain, La, Nidunyas, Ashir, El, Nidunyas, Ani. Right? Meaning, it's less about the amount of money he has, it's the amount of, again, what the mindset is of the father in that, in that case, you could call it personality, whatever you want to call it, but it's something about what his intentions were, right? Um, so in Cain, it's, maybe it's, it's not the, uh, an amount per se, but it's like percentage-wise, et cetera. Um, and, that, and that's how we figure it out. Okay. Ukatani, shamanes, and nechassim, venosanla. But it says that we, that we evaluate the nechassim and give to her. Ama, loaz linam basar umdana. Right, so you see that there, you don't go according to again what I would think someone would do, what they would say. So that, that's still a contradiction. The point being, regardless of what it is, none of this is about um, what his you know mindset is or what you would think he would do. Right, here, right, is what we assume we would know about. Right, so these things are not true, and that therefore becomes uh, who said that when we go, you know, when we. Uh, Determine how much money she's going to give her. That we, you know, look at personality. So to Yifta Shmuel, that clearly we don't look at personality. Okay. So Huda Amr and Huda Amr Kiri Yehuda, and that seems to follow the approach of Rabbi Yehuda. Why? 
this non Rabbi Yehuda Omer, because Rabbi Yehuda said the following: Im Hesi Bas Harishona Yinasan Neshniya Kaderich Shenasan Larishona. Right? That Rabbi Yehuda said that if you marry off your first daughter, right, so you should give the second one the you know the same way that you uh, that you gave to the uh, to the first one. Right? Um, um, fine. So that seems to be again that that that, that was an approach. But if, if, if so, meaning that Shmuel right? That Shmuel sounds like Yehuda. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So that's true. So it sounds like Shmuel is like Rabbi Yehuda. So Gemara says the name of Halach Rabbi Yehuda. So what does Shmuel need to say his own opinion? Just say Halach is Rabbi Yehuda. Gemara says no. I am Halach Rabbi Yehuda. Have mina davka he siya the galidaite. Avalo he siya lo. No. So if that's true, if what is Rabbi Yehuda? I would say that's only when specifically when he married her off. Right, so when he marries her off, now he shows, reveals it's what he thinks. But if he hadn't actually married anyone off, so then we wouldn't, then we wouldn't, uh, uh, we, we wouldn't know what to do. Right? We, we couldn't say for sure, right? So Kamash Milan, time in Rabbi Yehuda does lean on Basar Umdana. Lo shna yisia v'lo shna lo yisia. Right? So you see, you know, Rabbi Yehuda said, well, what Shmuel was explaining is that the point of Rabbi Yehuda is just to know in general that we follow what the father would have said, whether he's done it or not, right? Uh, um, uh, why do we say that he actually married her off right, to show the strength of the opinion of the Rabbanon even though he did already he married her off and he showed what he, what he really thinks then in that case we don't go so that's why he didn't, didn't just say like because he wanted to you know, strengthen this idea that in each direction on the one hand that um, that even if according to, according to Rabbi Huda, even if he never did anything we, can, we have to figure out what he would have given. But I suppose the Rabban would say, even if he's done it already, it doesn't make a difference, we're not going to go bust him. Fine, so we'll stop here and we'll pick up, uh, pick up tomorrow.